Man, that was a great and also a very bad game for the New Jersey Devils. And for the first time in over a year, we are finally over 500, albeit it's three games into the year. But still, nonetheless, it's something to be excited for. So is this a sign for good things to come for the New Jersey Devils in the near futures, especially since we're missing three of our key guys? Well, it's time to break down this game, and I'm going to rate it at the end of this episode. So buckle up. You're locked on Devils. Your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also writer for the Devils writer, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 10 p.m., January the 19th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And by the time you guys are hearing this episode, it'll be morning time for you guys. So good morning. And let me just say, ratings are booming right now. And I can't thank you guys enough. So if you are enjoying this episode, please, please, please pause this podcast right now. And if you have Apple Podcasts, please leave us a good uh, review because I would greatly appreciate that because, like I said, listenership has been going up because, you know, we're in the midst of starting the season and also the Devils have been making a few acquisitions. They've been in the news recently, you know, some good, some bad, but Thank you guys for tuning into this podcast specifically, giving it a listen, hearing my opinions. I know I'm not always correct. I know I'm not always right. I know I'm not always perfect, but you guys still stick by me. So I greatly appreciate you guys. I love you so much. Much love. That's that's all I can say. So anyway, let's talk about this New Jersey Devils game against the New York Rangers. Or as I like to call them, the other guys, because we do not like the New York Rangers. So anyway, the Devils came out victorious by a score of 4-3. to and the Devils now improve to 2-0-1 and one because, you know, we still have not lost a game in regulation. Our one loss came against the Boston Bruins on opening night in the shootout. So, you know, 2-0-1, and one, that, that's something to hold our heads high about because in over a year, the Devils have never uh, been over 500. So throughout the course of last season, we were at 500 at one point and we were also one game below 500 at one point, but we were never over 500. So this is something to hold our head highs about, as I just stated. So it's something to really look forward to for the New Jersey Devils, especially since, uh, you know, we're in a tough division. So, uh, listen, we, we got to hold on to anything we possibly can. And you know what? This game was uh, it was an ugly win, to say the least. OK, I, it, lo- it could have been a lot better for the New Jersey Devils, but they made it so much harder than they had to make it. OK, because our specialty teams are terrible, guys. They're absolutely awful. So. I don't know what to say for the New Jersey Devils other than, you know, I'm not a coach, I'm not a um, a scout, but I am a reporter and I am an observer, so I need to say this from my perspective. Watching these games, especially when the Devils go into the penalty kill, they look very, very, very vulnerable. That's that's my opinion, okay? They don't look aggressive, they look scared, they look intimidated, and you know what? They just let the team pass, you know, the puck around in their, uh, in their zone and not even care. They don't even care to blast it down to the other side of the rink. They're not aggressive, they have no firepower. Every time they go into the penalty kill, they look like a deer in headlights. And, and you know, that that's my honest opinion. Th- th- that needs to change, okay? 
okay? Because this cannot be happening over the course of the season. That's how you make yourself very vulnerable. You can get away with stuff like this early in the season, maybe even, you know, close to midseason because, you know, teams start to get rusty. But when teams start to pick it up and start to figure you out, guess what? You're going to be screwed for the long run, okay? Because, honestly, the Rangers should have won this game. Hands down, okay? The Devils came into this game like, uh, so uh, as we said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. They came to the marathon. They sprinted. They got off to a great start. It looked like they were going to dominate the Rangers, but towards the end of that marathon, the fatigue started to catch up to them, and they they were just like, oh, man, oh, man. We got to limp over the finish line at this point because we are so tired. We are so gassed out. We are screwing ourselves royally, so it's just like we need to limp to that finish like quickly before they catch up to us because like I said they had no business winning that game so John Chick of Lockdown Rangers uh you know what uh, the, the Rangers just beat themselves at that point because the shots on goal differential was 50 to 28 in favor of the Rangers and obviously the power play so the Devils got their first power play uh, goal of the season so that's something to hold your head about because finally we finally capitalized on the power play but the Rangers scored two of their three goals off the power play and you're not helping Mackenzie Blackwood in that instance and then penalty minutes for the Devils 12 to 4 not acceptable not okay Rangers had more hits 25 to 21 and but I could say one thing the Devils did have more blocks and they blocked shots when they needed to especially in the first period because the Rangers at one point had the puck for so long in the Devils zone it looked like the Rangers were about to score but as they were making the shots the Devils were blocking them with ease and I, I got to give credit when credit's due the Devils were doing a great job blocking shots so 18 to the Devils and in favor to the Rangers 10 and um yeah that, that that's all I have to say for those types of stats so like, like I said you could be the judge for that but but um, don't let Jack Hughes' great performance, in which we will talk about later, overshadow the fact that the Rangers just, you know, absolutely came in and just uh, blew the game for themselves. Because, like I said, they had a golden opportunity to win it. And when when the Devils had to go into the penalty kill for the last couple of minutes of the game, I was scared, okay? I thought this was going to go to another OT for the Devils, which, you know, OT games are fun and all. But if you do too many OT games, especially when you have to do so many games back to back to back to back, in a short amount of time it could really catch up to you so that's uh good that the devils didn't have to go into ot or shoot out to decide this game for the third straight game okay I'm, I'm happy for that and i'm just happy that the devils were able to just muster up this win so let's take a look at the standings before we continue so sitting at the top the east division are the flyers and the capitals the flyers are three and one to begin the year with six points the capitals are two and oh but have two overtime losses but they have six points the Devils are right below the Capitals at 2-0-1 with 5 points. The Islanders are 2-1 with 4 points. The Penguins are 2-2 two two with 4 points. The Bruins, they are struggling right now. I, I need to ask you guys this. Is it time to, you know, raise the uh, red flag for the Bruins or is it just way too early? We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I talked to John Chick about it in the last episode because, you know, a, a lot of teams can be, you know, considered overrated, whatever the case might be. So the Bruins are 1-1-1 one, one, and, one, and have three points. The Rangers now fall to one and two with two points and the Sabres are one and three with only two points. Hey, Taylor Hall, maybe you should have returned to the New Jersey Devils. Maybe you could have helped us, but you know what? That, 
that's none of my business. That's all I'm saying. So uh, we are going to analyze this game in a second, but it is time to talk about some certain players from tonight's matchup. So let's continue. Before we continue, I know, I know, I know you're enjoying what you're listening to, but just hear me out for a second because I need to make an important announcement. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com The one thing I admire about the New Jersey Devils is that they came into this game running and gunning, and they uh, continued their energy that they had from the Boston Bruins series. So the Devils got on the board in the first minute of the game with Travis Zajac's goal. So Miles Wood was able to get an outlet pass at the blue line, entered the offensive zone, and shot. He was boxed out from getting a rebound, but Zajac... Someone give him the captain role already, okay? This is probably his final season in New Jersey, okay? He deserves the captain role, okay? So he got the puck and scored, giving the Devils an early lead. So we were able to, uh, you know, get the Rangers napping, as the Twitter for the New Jersey Devils stated. So that's really impressive right there. Shows alertness, shows readiness, and you always want to strike first, whether it's in the first few seconds like the New Jersey Devils did. So Zajac led the Devils in points uh, last season against the Rangers with two goals and three assists. For five points. So Wood extended his point streak for two three games with a primary assist on Zajac's goal. And speaking of a streak of points, Jack Hughes. Can we talk about Jack Hughes for a second? He could have gotten the hat trick today, but he had to settle for two goals and also an assist for tonight's matchup against the Rangers. Jack Hughes is taking huge strides. Three points in one game. Three points, everybody. This is impressive from Jack Hughes. He is taking that strides. He is having his breakout year already, and we're only three games in. I know it's early, but he's already on pace to break uh, that god-awful rookie season he had he put on the muscle about 14 pounds he ate five to six meals a day he worked out every day he kept that weight on I think Jack Hughes deserves a lot of credit for how he's leading this New Jersey Devils team and guess what we still do not have Votnin we still do not have brought due to uh, their visa and the whole COVID protocol and Heizer is still out with an injury Uh, we're gonna have to talk more about that because I think it's worse than what the New Jersey Devils are trying to lead on to the entire fan base and the entire media but hey devils uh we are smarter than that we know something's up with Heizer that you're not telling us so hopefully Heizer can come back sooner or later but if Hughes is already doing this uh with uh Sharon Govich and also uh Wood I would love to see what he does 
with uh, the, these other players that I just mentioned because, you know, we need to get brought back. We need to get Heizer back because those guys can also put up some goals, assists, and also total points. And I think we can make a great stride forward. And as I've stated, Sammy Vatnin brings a lot of depth to our roster. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And, um, yeah, I I'm really excited to see what the Devils can do in the future. Uh, you know, and, and also, I, I need to give credit to a few other players as well. So, Miles Wood also scored today. Uh, as I stated, he had two points. He had a goal and assist, and his plus-minus is uh, two for this game. So he's improving on his plus-minus uh, ratio because, as I stated, I think Miles Wood would be given more opportunities if his plus and minus was better because, as I stated in a few previous episodes, his uh, career plus-minus is in the negatives, and it's not like it's negative two or it's not like at the borderline or anything. It's like negative, like deep in the negatives, negative 55. But still, I like that improvement. Yes, it's early. Yes, there's still a long way to go. But with a shortened season, this could actually help the New Jersey Devils because, you know, maybe the young guys won't hit that, uh, what we like to call rookie wall in which, you know, their stamina kind of runs out. They've given everything they can give and, you know, they're rusty for the rest of the year and we end up losing because, remember, we only have 56 games this year, not 82. So maybe, just maybe, we can catch lightning in a bottle and sneak into the playoffs. I know it, it, I'm getting way, way, way ahead of myself, but you know what? It, it, it's still exciting to see. So let's talk about a successful challenge from the New York Rangers that happened in this game as well. So P.K. Subban supposedly scored with an assist from Jack Hughes. However, after a Rangers challenge, the goal was uh, called back due to offsides at the start of the play. So, you know, the Devils still had the 4-2 lead held throughout the rest of the period, although the Devils... Uh, were outshot by the Rangers 22 to 10 in that period. So after two periods, the Rangers held a 29 to 20 lead with a shot. So, uh, yeah, that goal really could have like uh, sealed the deal for the New Jersey Devils because if they went up uh, 5-2, I think the Rangers would have given up. They would have just said, "Okay, well, we're down by three goals. It's in it's in the second period. It's like late in the second period. I think it's time for us to just wave in the white towel and just try again next time." But you know, that was a smart challenge from the Rangers, and yes, it was offside. And I, I hate it. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not delusional. It was offsides. I would have loved to see PK Subban get his first goal of the year, but you know what? He still finished off with an assist, and it still gave him his uh, first point of the year in this game. So I guess that's something to take away from. So uh, I really hope that PK Subban could put up more points throughout the course of the season. So. Uh, yeah, so the penalty kill was really the Achilles heel for the New Jersey Devils in this game, as I stated. So, obviously, uh, the, the Devils did come out with a win, so I can't complain too much. But I can say this, it really should have been like a 4-1 to game, or even a shutout at this point. Because, like I said, the Rangers had three goals, and two of them came off the power play. And, obviously, we can't blame Mackenzie Blackwood for that, because Mackenzie Blackwood, there were 50 shots on goal in this game against him. So, and he saved 47 of them. So we can't put the blame on Mackenzie Blackwood because he's doing his job. And honestly, guys, Mackenzie Blackwood is the goalie, but he's our best defender at this point. And I've said this for like three straight episodes, and I'm tired of saying it because Mackenzie Blackwood, yes, it's his job to defend the twine, but his defense has to help him. That, that I don't know what, what it's going to take for the New Jersey Devils to, you know, tighten up their defense because, you know what, they're, they're, they're kind of cheating death a little bit because their record shouldn't be 2-0-1, quite honestly. 
I mean, realistically, they could have won game one, as I stated, but at the same time, their defense was just atrocious. So, Mackenzie Blackwood, like, poor Mackenzie. Like, I, we can't blame uh, him when we go into the penalty kill. And, you know, our specialty teams don't pull their weight, don't hold their end of the bargain, don't do whatever the case might be. Because, uh, like, like I said, you're already down a man, so you're making it more difficult on your goaltender. You're making it more difficult on your defense. You're not really uh, putting the effort in to blast the puck down the other way of the rink. You're playing very, uh, you know, passive or, you know, if you do try to be aggressive, they look very stupid. Like, you know, they're trying to get the shorthanded goal. I'm like, I don't care about the shorthanded goal. Yes, it's nice. Yes, it's flashy. Yes, it's cool and all. I don't care about that. I just care about wasting time so that way we could get back to full strength and that way we can attack these sorry Rangers, okay? That's all I care about, quite honestly, if you ask me. I really don't care about the shorthanded goal. Yes, it's nice to get it, like I said, but at the same time, it shouldn't be a priority. And what are the Devils doing letting the Rangers, and also the Bruins for that matter, just pass the puck in their own zone and not even do anything about it? You just let them do it. Like, what? Like wake up! You can't do this all season. You cannot. It's not going to fly by. It's not going to. Uh, Devils, wake the heck up. That's all I have to say. Okay, my listeners are already awake because they're listening to this episode at around 6 in the morning Eastern time. So you need to wake up like them and just say, okay, this cannot last. Our specialty teams need to do well. Lindy Ruff, Mark Recchi, get into the coaching room, have a discussion. I know you're missing three of your key guys, but listen, Hall is gone. Coleman is gone. Green is gone. So you're not as good in the penalty kill as you once were. That's what I'm saying. But you know what? The devil still came out with a win. And you know what? Uh, I took my bets to betonline.ag. I won some money because, you know, I, I did place my money on the Devils to win this game, as I stayed in yesterday's episode with John Chick. So uh, let's grade this episode. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want to learn more about what betonline.ag is? Okay. Are we ready for some hockey? Because the National Hockey League heads into the regular season, and there's some big matchups already on the schedule, and the NFL regular season is finally over, and obviously the playoffs have begun. There have been some upsets and some not so much of an upset, and it's becoming clear who will become the next Super Bowl champions, or I think it's becoming clearer. That's up for you to decide and bet on. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. Go to betonline.ag, sign up today for a free account, Account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Talent talks about one or multiple options NHL games of the week, NFL top games, current headlines and sports. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Also, check out their social media. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code. Once again, locked on for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. Get involved and get in the action, everybody. So the Devils did end up getting the win, and I'm proud of them for doing that. Obviously, they shouldn't be too happy with the win because, let's face it, it was an ugly win, as I stated. But you know what? They still grinded it out. They still stuck by it. They didn't blow the lead. You know, they had their opportunities to blow the lead. They had their opportunities to, you know, let the Rangers win, but they didn't. They held their ground, and they got the win. That's the most important thing. So Miles Wood obviously had two points uh, with a goal and assist. Jack Hughes, what more can I say about this kid? He was uh, incredible. 
incredible in yesterday's game. So it, it, he got his first goal when he was uh, crashing the crease area. He was looking like Bobby Orr. I know that's a blasphemous statement, but he was honestly looking like Bobby Orr out there when 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 uh, he crashed the crease, got the goal into the twine. You know, he basically went behind the goalie to get it. I thought they were going to call goalie interference for a second, but I was like, oh, wait a minute. They're going to count that? They're going to count that? Yes, Jack Hughes. And then, you know, he went on a breakaway. And it's worth mentioning that Jack Hughes uh, led the team in breakaways last season. So, uh, you know, the fact that he can turn his breakaways into goals more often, because like I said, in the Boston Bruins game, he was trying to go on the breakaway, just didn't work out for him. But I said, he's due for a big game. I just have a feeling about him. So, uh, you know, he finished the game with three points, so two goals and assists. And then Mackenzie Blackwood, what more can I say about him? Just, you know, amazing once again. So, you know, he had a save percentage of uh, 940, and, you know, there were 50 shots against him, and he saved 47 of them. So Mackenzie Blackwood, like I said, continued to be the dark horse, continued to, you know, fall under the radar because that's just a diamond in the rough for us. And, you know, what? he does an excellent job of holding down the fort for the New Jersey Devils, and I couldn't be more proud of Mackenzie Blackwood. So uh, my player of the game, I'm just going to have to give it to Jack Hughes because he really stepped up. He was due for a big game, and I think he really put his name uh, on the map because he was the first thing trending on Twitter at one point and you know what it wasn't for anything infamous it was for his great style of play and obviously some fantasy owners including uh, Harrison Watt who has appeared on my show before and is the play-by-play announcer over at Ferris State University he was uh, really satisfied with Jack Hughes because he uh, had him on his fantasy team so uh, obviously, Jack Hughes really uh, stepped up his game. He put his name back on the map, and he's on pace to just have that breakout year and just be the player that the Devils knew that he could be when they drafted him first overall. Like I said, I know I clown on the kid a lot. I, I especially did it over the offseason, but I'm proud of the work he's put in. He listened to the critics, including me, and he just said, you know what, I'm going to prove you guys wrong, and you know what, everyone loves an underdog story, and also, shout out to Ty Smith, he had an assist in this game as well, and I think Ty Smith is really underrated for what he does for the New Jersey Devils so far, so that's another dark horse to look out for, and he was also a player that was on the radars of some reporters during training camp, because he also had a, a good training camp, so... Uh, it's really exciting to see for the New Jersey Devils, and I'm looking forward to see what they can uh, do. And, and you know what? Just hell of a job by the New Jersey Devils. Hell of a job. And let's uh, keep that energy going when we face the Islanders. So for this game, I'm going to be controversial, and I'm going to give it a C. I'm sorry. I have to. It was a great offensive game for the New Jersey Devils, but the penalty kills, this cannot continue to happen. We have to help Mackenzie Blackwood, as I've been stating. So this game gets a C because the offense was great, but the defense, the penalty kills, the specialty teams, whatever the case might be, zero for the New Jersey Devils. Strategy, uh, zero. Execution, zero. We got lucky against another team. We would have just gotten blown out the water and be the joke. So C is for this game. I'm sorry. But let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils Twitter. So just hit me up there. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy my show in general, please leave me a good review. I would appreciate it greatly because, like I said, listenership is going up. And I appreciate you guys so much. I couldn't do this without you guys because without your listenership, there is no show. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Locked On Devils Podcast Network. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay Stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. Go Devils. Thanks for listening.